Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the quick hitter version of the Mike Wise Show from Pure Hoops Media. Our featured conversation this week is with none other than our own Bruce Bernstein, Pure Hoops Media, as we discuss episodes seven and eight of The Last Dance as seen on ESPN on Sunday evening. What an emotional night. What a... It's it's another moment of it, it had all these sort of like weird feeling. You you could hate Michael Jordan one minute for being a dick to his teammates, and he was in many ways, and he admits it. And then there's other times when you just go, well, that was you know, if the championship end is uh, justifies the means, then it doesn't matter, right? Everybody's saying that 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 oh, I wish we had that fire, and everybody needs that leader. And I don't know what Bird was like. I mean, I remember he called his teammates sissies once after a playoff game. I'm sure he was a jerk in his own way, and he'd needle guys. I'm sure Magic was the same. I think every great player has to have whatever you call it, an asshole side of him to to bring out that in his teammates. But Michael went to the nth power on a lot of levels. And, uh, and we even have a clip of a couple of it. But go ahead. What were you going to say, Bruce? No, I mean, just a couple of things. Number one, I thought the uh, the dynamic between Michael and Steve Kerr was really, really fascinating because Kerr stood up to him. And Jordan, you know, for the, for the first time that I can remember in any of the episodes, Jordan felt bad about something that he had done. He apologized to Kerr. He remember he said, I felt this big. I beat up the smallest guy on the team. Yeah. And, and so, and, and that was a, a catalyst for, for Michael and Steve having a much better relationship. And the story that you told about bird calling his teammates sissies, that was during the 1984 finals against the Lakers. And that led directly to the Kevin McHale clothesline of my good buddy, Kurt Rambis in the following game. Oh, and the Celtics got physical. Right, because because Bird did call those guys out. And McHale was not a cheap shot guy, but I that had to have played into his mindset when he went up there and almost decapitated Kurt going in for that uh, layup or dunk. Oh, he barely tapped him. Stop it. <laughs> no, no, I yeah, I, I agree. I and look. I'm not here to say, oh, Michael Jordan's an asshole. Why did he do? Why did he be? He won six titles. I will say this: I will. We find if I've learned anything about teams that I've covered, guys that I've covered, we find ways to like guys who win for our teams. However, whoever they are, bad, good, otherwise, we find ways to like them. If Steve Kerr hit Jordan in the chest. And then got popped in the eye, and that was how he earned Michael's respect. And they were a 30 and whatever, 55 team, uh, 30 and 52 team, and, um, and, and they're going to the lottery. That team doesn't make the playoffs. That's team turmoil. That, like, we, look at that, we look at that completely differently. And I'm not saying, like, I'm just looking at Michael Jordan as a wizard at the end of his career. He alienated those guys, and it wasn't because 
Um, he was a different guy and he was suddenly this, you know, jerk, you know, of a veteran. He was that guy in Chicago. They just had better players and he had a better system and Michael Jordan couldn't do it all by himself. And they didn't have as good of players. And, and the only person he bonded with was Doug Collins at the end of his career. I remember Wes Unseld asking the wizards at that time, whether they wanted to pitch in and buy Michael a retirement gift before his last game, they turned their back. They didn't want any part of that. They were just like, screw this guy. He, 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 you know, he alienated all of us. Of course, they were 38 and 45. If they were, oh, you know, 55 <laughs> and whatever, then all of a sudden, who cares? I just hey, think, I guess what I'm saying is I think we find ways to like guys when they win for our teams. I still go back to Allen Iverson. Guy was a knucklehead that couldn't get away from his Hampton Roads upbringing, and he would and, and couldn't get rid of all the uh, the knuckleheads in his circle until he takes the Sixers to the NBA ch- Finals. And at that moment, he's a story of heart, redemption, AI, the little guy who could and change. He didn't change. They just got to the finals, and that's what I'm getting at is the whole Michael Jordan thing. Like we look at that completely differently if Michael Jordan wasn't on championship teams. But I know, I know what you're thinking. If the queen had, um, if the, I'm sorry, if if the bull, if the male bull had mammary, mammary glands, he'd be the female bull. Okay. So I understand. Doesn't mean. That's actually nothing like what I was thinking, but I appreciate you putting words in my mouth. So no, no, just winning covers (laughs) all sins, period. End of discussion. That's yeah. it. If you'd like to hear more from Bruce and myself on The Last Dance, check out the full version of the Mike Wise Show from Pure Hoops Media.